Well, Miss Hillary. There we are. Hello, good morning. Good morning. How are you feeling today? Uh, I got the flu this weekend, so not so Oh, good. no. I'm so sorry. Wait, it's good. Everybody's got it here. So it's going around here. It will be here soon. I need to get my shot. I don't want to get any shots. Well, I got my shot, and then I got it, like, two days later. So I think they're connected. Oh. I don't know. No fun. How are you? Uh, doing good. I have been slacking a little bit on working out, and I did it this morning, so I feel strong and empowered. What do you do for workouts? I have this, um, like a, it's like a, right now it's an eight-week program where it's called Lift More for a family name. And you, it's like weight training hit kind of thing. It's hard, but it makes me feel like I can do anything. So I have to do it. Hi, Natalie. I am great. I'm very excited. I love that. (laughs) You are so like vibrant. I have gotten a lot of great news today, so I'm full of positive things. Let's hear it. Tell me the positive news. Well, I bought a house, but besides that, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, and then it has a full attic, which will be my studio. Mm. And I'm so in love with that. But besides that I just got an email from a gallery owner that she wants to come visit uh, a visit to see my, the collection that I sent her pictures of yeah look at you go it's the first time so I could use any advice or if you yeah. have a video video or a document on that because let's talk about it I'll provide coffee but <laughs> I don't know I have got to have a story, you know? Yeah. So are we talking like the question is how to do a studio visit, basically? I think so, yes. But she oh, comes specifically for those five paintings. Yeah. Because that's okay. what I sent her. Yeah. Well, let's yeah. talk about that. I'm checking in with everybody and I'm going to circle back. Okay. Um, but congratulations. Thank you. Look at you do. Yeah, I've been doing your... Uh, my new mantra mantra is um, your your quote um, repet- repetitive bravery is your only shortcut. I've been telling myself and I've been doing it and it's working. Yeah. Um, so I just side note, you may or may not have heard this in the past office hours, but um, one of the coaches that I'm currently working with was like you should make catchphrases for like all your things that you want people to know and believe. And I was like, yeah, that's brilliant. So I made my list of them and that was one of them. So that's really good feedback. Thank you. Yeah, I I love it. (laughs) What about you, Monique? How things going with you today? Hello. Well, I made a bit of a mistake as well because I didn't remember I have cooking shifts, which is like for 18 people. Um, uh, So I did a lot of prepping work already. And I I can like, uh, when you are talking with somebody else, I can just put it on my iPod and I listen to it. Okay. Um, Would it be helpful if you go first today? Um, It would actually. Okay. Well, let's do that then. Yeah. Um, let's see. I have everybody's stuff pulled up. Last time we talked, you were going to make a list of people you're going to invite. Two weeks prior to November 24th, you're going to start inviting and then you're going to have some reminders. You're going to do an album with a post for each of your piece, pieces. And you are going to um, make content about the five that they could pre- I put pre-vote. I think it was pre. Uh, yeah, something like that. Like um, pre, pre-bid. Bid. Yes, thank you. Yeah. That's what I was looking for. So how are things going? I know that we're still 
a couple weeks out from well november 21st so it's getting near it's getting we're, near. We're pretty close to yeah when we're supposed to be starting those invitations how's how's everything going like how are you feeling oh, i'm i'm feeling overwhelmed yeah feeling very overwhelmed uh but I guess more because what happening, what's happening in life than in art. And then as usual, art comes last. Right. That's Are you works. working off of a calendar? Meaning these three hours, I'm making up a number, are blocked off for my art stuff. And that is sacred to me. Well, yes. And... Um, art is not on it. I'm I'm having a um a really urgent thing with my mom, and I need to organize it from half of a year the other way. Um, so that is happening first. Mm-hmm. Um, so I haven't she's done okay. a lot. Still, she's still she's doing okay, but um, a lot of organization needs to be done uh, for the near future. So. Yeah, that came in between. Yeah, it's tough. So I haven't done a lot, but then again, I got my list already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was cheating a little bit. I knew that. Um, and I prepared the little works that I showed the group the other day, uh, updated them a little bit. And I've, um, I've cut the mats to the pieces that they need to be. So I feel I'm doing something. You, so you are doing things. I am doing things. And the other thing as well is I need to send now um, artworks to a gallery. So I have to pack them. And, Can I, them. and I'm not saying don't do that, but I just want to like question you for a second hmm. because you have a lot of personal life stuff going on. and you told me and maybe this is changing but you told me that your priority was that you wanted to do a studio I don't even know what the word for it is but bidding auction yeah and I'm a big believer in not spreading yourself any thinner than you have to Mm. And we, we broke that auction down so that there, you know, you could probably do it in 30 minutes a day between now and the auction or 30 mm-hmm. minutes a work day. Things like submitting to galleries are adding to that workload. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't do it again, but I just want to check in with you because you just told me that you were feeling very overwhelmed. I'm not. I'm not submitting. Uh, this is a gallery I work with since ten years. Oh, okay. Okay. Scratch. So, <laughs> I'm absolutely not submitting to new galleries. <laughs> no. Okay. Do that now. No, but uh, you know, December coming up, and it was. Yeah. So they getting... were looking for a new work, or what were they wanting? It has been a year since I hadn't said anything, and uh, we have a really good personal relation as well. Um, so I was like, okay, flipping to my studio, what, what is the style that actually sells in his place? And why is it standing in my studio? Let's send it to him. Um, does he, do you pay for the shipping or do they? We have a really nice way. We pay, we pay half. Oh, so I pick the shipping and then he refunds half of what it has cost. And I usually ship like six paintings in, um, in one box so that it comes down like from from here from spain to austria it comes down to not even 40 bucks per painting that's good great yeah yeah so i usually try to cut the deal with the galleries that they pay me the sending back yeah that way they work harder to sell them well it's it's it kind of works out the same way if he's paying half. So yes, but what what's the number one thing that you feel like you need help with today? Is it mindset? Is it strategy? Is it yeah, planning your time? Is it 
mindset. It's more like we've, we've been really practical. And I think yes. I was hoping to get more woo-woo from you. Mm. Yeah, I'm happy to do that. <laughs> Good. Okay, so if you could say one thought that goes on repeat in your brain that you feel like is keeping you from moving forward. Could you name that? One, excuse me, one, one what? Like, is there like, I'm going to make word or phrase word or phrase or thing that you tell yourself over and over that you don't mean to, but it just pops in there. And then you find yourself kind of spiraling the wrong way. Or is it more of an overwhelm with life stuff? Like, tell me what's going on in your head. Um, yeah, well. So there's this, I don't know. There's no wrong answer. I know but it can be very broad and I wanna be like more to the point. You could just talk. Right, I just blabber just it out. Tell me, just, just blab. And it doesn't okay. have to be succinct or well thought out. Just right. The weird thing that happens very often with my art, and actually that happened this year again, is that um, when when I work with with a gallery, so not this one because he actually does sell, but the other ones, they are very enthusiastic, and then I get my work, and then they, nah, nothing really sells. Just kind of fizzles out. Do you think it's yeah. on their end or on um, the work's not a fit or what do you think is happening? I don't know because it is actually, it has even happened like, like quite good, like galleries with name and everything and the, the mm -hmm. gallery's owner being really enthusiastic about them. And then just nothing or just one painting gets sold. Yeah. So I'm like, that's weird, you know, that that should not happen because they have an eye for what sells in their market. So I'm like, is it me? Is it me that I'm like somehow like blocking, like, uh, my paintings don't sell? I don't know. Hmm. You know, I'm about the woo-woo, but I feel like that's out of your hands at that point. Like, hmm. I don't think that it's, like your energy blocking the sale. I, I don't think that's what's happening there because at that point it's, it's them mm. who have taken control of the selling of it. You have passed it on to them. That's the benefit of having a gallery, right? Is that yep. that is then their job is to market and sell. Do you pay attention to how they market your art or do they market your art? You, usually you don't there? see it. You don't see it because they, like most galleries, they don't work with that much with so, social media, but just by mm -hmm. via email and the context that they, they have their have. orbit. Yeah, they, they're not public on, on who their buyers are at all. Do they have newsletters? I'm, I'm talking specifically about this one gallery that you said. I don't know. Don't know. I don't know. Okay, so... I will say that I have had experience is the wrong word, but a lot of knowledge of how different galleries work just by watching. And some of them are really good at promoting their artists and doing their half of the work. And the others, the work just kind of sits there and every now mm -hmm. and then they have an opening and cross their fingers. My guess is the gallerist who is doing well with your stuff either has a really great network and or is actually marketing you. He doesn't. He doesn't. So he has a <laughs> no, really great network. He, he has a really great spot in, in grass in Austria, right ah, next to fine. the museum. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So okay. he just puts the artworks in the window and, and people just yeah. contact. He's not even there. He's like... You're interested in art? Call this number. <laughs> That's amazing. So yeah. location, location, location. Location. Mm. 
But that's not what you asked for. No. What you asked for was a switch. And you said, is it me? Mm. Yeah, because this, this also has happened at local galleries where I was selling every month. And then they were like, oh, you know what? You get the spotlight. And in that show, nothing, nothing sold. Even though like in other months, it would be like a regular thing. Yeah. So that makes me go like, oh. There's a lot of factors. I mean, there's so many yeah. things that you can say it's this or it's that. But what, and some people will disagree with me here. But when I start feeling funky, meaning like, I don't know if people are going to buy or I don't know if this is going to work or I don't know. I like to go to a affirmation and where you can get stuck with that is only focusing on the affirmation and just like trying to change your mindset and just be positive. Um, But it's more for me about finding the affirmation that helps me switch the belief that's keeping me stuck Mm. and then asking myself, how can I take action from that place? So for example, let's see, what what might yours be? Um, My work is needed and desired and I just have to find the right people. It's funny, I I had the the word desire or something like that. Yeah, Right. so one of the uh, momentum builders or is it energetic refills? I get those two mixed up. One of the energetic refills I have is money affirmation. And um, what I like to do is just set a timer for like one to 10 minutes, depending on how much time I have and just sit there quietly, say it to myself. And then when I'm done, say, okay, What's an action step I can take? Because I mm. always come out of it in a better headspace, no matter how long I did it for. And when you take the action at that moment, you're taking it from that good place. And so when you've when you have all this life stuff going on that's kind of dragging you down anyway, and then you've got you know things that normally were working that aren't working, and you're feeling like what's going on? My energy's all screwy. Mm. just that little simple practice can be really powerful yeah I think so that would be a good thing to do yeah do you do you know what you would like your affirmation to be uh no it has something to do with desire my work is important and desired by people and I'm open to find the path to get to the right these people that need it. But, okay, so I want to make a little tweak. Yeah, but the thing that you feel like is keeping you stuck is from just from what you said. Maybe this isn't the whole picture, but. Um, you like you're blocking it so how can you take like some version of the opposite of that and put that in there Mm. like my work is desired my what'd you say my work is important and desired and um it is attracting the right people when i make steps to connect to them. That's lovely. Okay, so let's write that down. My work is important and desired. And uh, what did you say exactly? Say it again. Brain fog. Um, Something when I make steps to to connect with them. I remember.
and I'm just going to put in a placeholder and you can change it and we'll go to the perfect home when I make steps to connect with them. So that belief, the reason why that will help you shift is because it's telling yourself the opposite of what you're normally telling yourself. Yeah. And it's also dependent on you doing something. It's not just my bank account is full and my work flies off the shelf. Like that's great and fine and all, but it doesn't really help anything. Yeah. 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 So we're looking for the opposite belief. Okay, so that's what I want you to do this week. Great. Is that one to 10 minute meditation, just repeating that to yourself and then take an action step. Yeah. Doable? Doable, definitely. Great. Then action step. Thank you. You are welcome. Anybody in particular want to go next or need to leave? I've got questions, but I don't want to. Are you, are you good, Natalie? Yes, I'm good. Okay, cool. All right. Shoot, Hillary. Okay. I had two questions. I don't know what we have time for, but two questions being, one is kind of a big one. Um, I think when we had talked one-on-one, I had this whole proposal like for licensing put together and I had pitched two licensing agencies I really want to get on with a licensing agency so that I am not, um, I'm trying to take some of this um, grunt work hustle, trying to work right. smart. And I would like to be able to, for them to connect me with some higher end clients that I wouldn't necessarily be able to get in with. Um, so I know the work is great. Um, I just um, would like to crack the code on like getting in with somebody because I've only pitched to two but it's looking like it's hard to find companies that represent like really great work so um I feel like I need a strategy on getting in with somebody um or at least getting someone to answer my emails and Mm -hmm. then um so that's my number one question and my second question is and you may have like an office hours about this that I can look at, but like, what is your recommended, like a nurturing audience cycle? Like whether mm-hmm. it's like the first person who joins your newsletter or just like a regular, how to nurture my audience? Yeah, those are both great questions. Okay, so let's see. How to get in with the right um, license. And okay, so the first question on the licensors, let me ask you a question in return. Yeah. You said it's hard to find ones that um, represent quality work. If, or have you only found two? So far, yes. I've just, I've just been Google searching. And you have done what? I have pitched to them and I've heard back from one and I have not heard back from the other. And I have followed up so many times with the other one that I cannot follow up anymore. Mm. So you, I want to reframe real quick, have a 50% response rate. Yeah. That's real freaking good. <laughs> um, what, how did you pitch? What did you do? I assume you emailed them with like, I'm just going to let you talk. Yeah, I emailed them. I put together because I took a course a while back from Emily Jeffords and they had the girl on. So I would love more than anything to work with. I'm blanking on the name of the company right now, but it's somebody who was a previous sourcer for anthropology and she and her friends Mm -hmm. company. Um, And so the advice that she gave to us from, she's like, in order to get in with companies is you need to put together like a PDF proposal, um, like your designs, how you see these. So I have them mocked up, like here's how I see this wallpaper. Here's how I see it as a textile. Here's the variation of these designs. So it's beautiful and it's great because and so then I just sent an email just saying like, here's how I have to see them envisioned. Here's some variations. 
Um, I would love to work with your company. You know, if it's a no, could you please offer some feedback for other companies I could work with, like other companies you would recommend or changes to the work. Um, and they just kept that really short and sweet. Here's the attached PDF proposal so you can see my work. And then I included just like two or three pictures in the email so they could mm -hmm. see, see some of the most pretty ones before they even have an open up. So I feel, I feel really confident in the email and the pitch. It's just the biggest thing is I think casting, just tr being able to find other companies to pitch. I'm hitting a wall. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite ways to find who to pitch to is to use your network. Do you have a, you are a very social person. I assume you have a lot of artists, friends who, you know, have been somewhat successful on their end of the business. Have you ever made a list of those people and emailed and said, hey, I'm looking for licensing companies that do quality work I to pitch to. Do you have any recommendations? Do you know of anyone? That was one of my next steps. And some people were kind of reached. I'm not afraid to ask anybody. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I'll I like that. reaches. Um, that just cuts out a lot of the random research where you're going to find stuff eventually, but it's just like wading through mud. Mm. Um, the other thing that you might do is if any of them are like, oh yeah, I work in, with so-and-so, we could craft an email asking for a recommend, like asking for an introduction, which is a really great way to get a better in with that company instead of just like that cold pitch. Okay. Um, so for that one, I think that that is your next best step is just to find more companies to pitch to. You're, you're happy with your pitch. You're happy with your email. You've got one out of two already responded to you. So you know, or you have a pretty good idea that yeah. you've done a good job with that. So now we just need more volume. Okay. So your next steps are reaching out to my network. Reach out to network. That's easy. Or, um, do you know any good companies? Yeah. That's a pretty simple, easily answered question too. Yeah, for sure. And really, I think all the right answers are simple. <laughs> but it's just about having that confirmation sometimes. So um, then your second question was a recommended nurturing cycle. I have been wanting to make a video about this, but I'm kind of stuck between two places. So one way I want to go is say, okay, you have this list of people that you really want to nurture that are on the top of your list once a month, you have a touch point, you do this, and then you do this, and then you do this, and then you do this. I think that that structure is gonna be good for some people and it's gonna be a huge turnoff for other people because it's just too much, oh, I can't keep up, whatever. And then the other side of the coin is, well, let's make a personalized list of the things that work best for you, your personality, your business model, and then go from there. So of those two options, which one feels better for you? Definitely number two. Great. I like that little laugh that you had whenever I, <laughs> that sounds overwhelming. Okay, so do you know the love languages? Yes. What is your way of showing love? Thoughtfulness. I'm kind of a combination of all, but yeah. Yeah. Just, but that's the main one for you. Yeah. Showing up. Okay. So if I were to put together a structure, which we're not going to do, but we can kind of take that and make it a little bit more flowy. Um, I would say within like six months, I would have two big touch points, meaning 
something where it takes some time and energy and thoughtfulness in order to execute. So since your love language is thoughtfulness, um, one of those I call um, make, make their day. So essentially what you do is you go to their social media, their website, you call them, you whatever, however you can research that person and figure out what you think it is that they want. Like if they're, let's say it's a, one of those licensing companies and they are running a sale for this really great wallpaper that you love. You could, you know, take that sale and put it on your IG stories and say, I really love this company because they're this, they're this, they're this. And I also noticed that they're holding a sale on this really great wallpaper and I'm thinking about getting it myself. So it's like thoughtful mixed with helping them get what they want. If it was someone with you, you are saying, I want a licensing company. So I would just randomly, I would hear that, find that out, ask you that, somehow find out that piece of information and then find a connection in my orbit and send the introduction email between you and that person and say, hey, I know that Hillary is this really amazing artist and she's looking for a licensing company, a licensing company. I know that um, I heard you were looking for someone. I think that you guys could be a great fit because she's colorful and this and that. Yeah. So just looking for that, um, their, that make their day. But then that takes a lot of time and energy. We don't have time to do that all the time. So maybe it's one every six months, but we're just going to put that on the side note. So that and would then we like need some designer, like that would be like some, like a big win, like a designer I want to work with or a gallery. It can be for somebody you want to work with. It can yeah. be for somebody who is a potential client or a past client or a lead or anybody. Yeah. So when I think about my list of people, I have, I have all of the above. I have collaborators. I have what I call ideal art buyers, who are people I want to nurture into clients. I have past clients and I have people who I don't know that well, but have said I'm interested, but hasn't turned into a client yet. So I, I have all of the above. Um, and then there's like little easy, quick touch points, like commenting on their post or their story. So commenting on their thing. Let me show you mine actually. I have some cheats written down. I have them like in an order, but I don't use them in that order currently. Maybe I will at some point. So like, uh, I'm just going to start in the middle here. Like I have a personalized hello. So like if I have a new follower that seems interesting to me, I might go in and like send them a voice message in their DMs. I might invite them to a freebie that I have that I think that would be useful to them. I might engage their social. I might, if at that point I'm like, ooh, I really like you. I might be like, hey, do you want to be on my podcast? So invitations are another nurturing point. Like if you have a show coming up or if you have a, a sale that's for newsletter subscribers only, you might say something like, hey, I don't know if you're signed up for my newsletter, but I just want to let you know I have this sale coming up because I thought you might be interested. Uh, something that, you know, they would appreciate. Um, yeah. I have plans to have gifts, which I have not gotten around to yet, but like, I want to have little bracelets that are like, even if we never work together, I just want you to know that I think you're really cool. And I like you, um, for a collaborator, collaborator, I might sign up for their newsletter just so I can like stay in the loop of what they're doing, what they're wanting, all of those things. Um, I might mail them one of my planners. Um, 
reply to their newsletter, invite them to a Zoom coffee and say, is there any way that I can help you out? Mm. I might send them snail mail. I might send them a loom that says I'm thinking about them. I might compliment. Like there's so many different ways to nurture and some are big and some are small and the best is a mix of the above. So it's actually possible to execute. So what I would recommend is maybe just rewatching that little section of the video. It's like 30 minutes in and look at, do any of these give me any ideas? Think about your love language, your thoughtfulness and what's big and what's small. And then create a list of six or seven things you can do for someone. The way I had mine listed out, I had them a little bit different for collaborators versus uh, potential clients versus, um, what was the other one? Clients. Yeah. So someone who's already a client, someone who is a potential client and someone who is a potential collaborator or collaborator. But you don't have to get that specific and complicated. You can just have a list of six or eight things that you would like to consistently do. One or two of them being more time consuming and the rest being pretty quick and easy. That's good. In a perfect world, once a month, you have a touch point. I know realistically, that's probably not gonna happen. Definitely not for all 100. So let's say you have 20 people you really wanna nurture. Maybe they all get a touch point for once a month for a while. Um, there's this thing called, I forget what it's called. We're gonna call it the client buying cycle. Um, and different people have different buying cycles, but usually your clients will kind of fall into a pattern. So if, it usually takes someone from learning about your art to actually buying a big piece. Let's say it takes them a year. If they ended up on this nurturing path, it, it tends to shorten that. So maybe instead of a year, it becomes six months because then you're making these connections. You're becoming this, this person who is special to them because they're special to you. And that shortens the buying time. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you have any questions? I just talked and you didn't say a word because I was just blabbing. No, that makes a lot of sense. Um, so you're saying that instead of, what I'm hearing is instead of thinking like I need to nurture all, all my mailing list, all these people, I need to narrow down who I'm nurturing. Yeah, because otherwise it won't really happen. Um, yeah. especially with kids and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, so I have 132 people in mine. Yeah. There is no way in hell I am nurturing all those people at once. But I yeah. do have like a little thing that says, hey, these are my, I also, oh, let me just show you again. Like I have an energy rate and you don't have to do all this, but like, an energy rating of, I really like these people the best, or this is how strong our connection is already, so oh, that wow. you can sort by who do I want to be nurturing right now? And that's pretty helpful. I like that. That's a great idea. What about like my mailing list? Do I aim to like send something out once a month or do I not even think about that? Like perfect world. Yes. What is realistic for you? What do you believe to be realistic? I could do what I could do once a month. I'm trying to get to where like Fridays are my computer days. And it's like, that's just going to be like, this is what I do. Yeah. Um, so want to get, that's my goal. I want to get there. I've been really bad about those things. Um, the way that I teach marketing is that let me just, relationship marketing plus content marketing, and they work together. Yeah. So that newsletter becomes your 
other touch point when you're not having those little personal touch points that kind of feeds the in-between. So it's, it's good to have both. So yes, I would say newsletter once a month if you can handle it. And if you need help, we can write some newsletters on the next Optimers. Thank you. Schedule them out. Why not? <laughs> it's great. Okay, yeah. thank you. That. You're welcome. Good. Uh, okay, Natalie, Natalie. Yes, you well, were asking me specifically about how to do a studio visit. Yes. Was that your main question? Well, I, if you look at my, uh, um, I'm looking my at it. you'll see yeah. many questions, but if we could get one done, it's that one. Let's, okay, so let's start there and just see okay. how much time we have. Okay. Yeah. So the main thing that people ask me about studio visits is how do I turn it into a sale, which is not exactly what you were asking, no. but my return advice to that is it may not be the right time to make a sale. Like if they say, I want to come see six of your paintings that you've been working on, that is the purpose of the studio visit. So the first thing is to identify what is the purpose, which you, okay. you know. Yeah. So then trying to turn it into something else becomes weird. Uh, it might turn into something else, but you're kind of letting them dictate that. So sometimes, and I'm going off on tangent for just a second, um, but sometimes the studio visit means, I just want to see what you do. And sometimes the studio visit is, I'm trying to decide between two paintings, I want to look at them in person. So oh. you're letting them guide, right? Okay. Yeah. Um, so the first thing, no matter what the purpose is, the first thing that you want to do is just make them feel comfortable and start with some small talk. Do you, did you say tea? Did I make that up? Well, coffee, what, but coffee. I have to. You said I'll, ma I'll make them coffee. Okay. So I'm not crazy. So yeah, say you might start with how long do you have? I am. So if they just want to be in and out, they might not want the coffee. They might just want to like go straight in there. But yeah. do you have 30 minutes or an hour or are you in a little bit more of a hurry? So let's backtrack. That's number one. Number two is make them feel comfortable. If they have an hour, maybe spend the first 15 minutes of that with some coffee and some chit chat. Would you like some coffee? And while you're having coffee, get to know each other a little bit. And then um, I would just from there lead into the next thing. Would you like to go see those six paintings you came here to see? Easy peasy. Okay, so, so yeah. Um, from there, we're going to let them ask questions. We're gonna guide them to ask questions. We're gonna mm -hmm. say, okay, here's the six paintings. What would you like to know about? Okay. They may want to hear the story behind them. They want to, they may want to know your technique. They may want to know the price. They may want to know um, if they're available for their wall, but you're letting them lead. You're, you're leading them leading. <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah. So then it becomes really like non-pressury, easy to execute because you're you're just feeding, you're helping. You're being helpful and guiding them into what they need. What am I missing? Am I missing anything? Um, the last thing that I would make sure that you do is close with like outlining your next steps, whatever those might be. So you can say something like, okay, so just so I understand you correctly, you want to put these six in your gallery. What day do you need them by? Um, what is the next steps for someone that you represent? 
It's like these kinds of questions. What are what are the next one to three steps that you yeah. need to execute and by when? And if there's anything that they need to do, also very explicitly say that. Okay, and then you are going to, first of all, by November 11th, you're gonna do this. And then by November 12th, you're gonna get me this. Okay. If you want to go a step further, which I would, follow-up email, re-outlining those next steps and saying, thank you so much. It was lovely meeting you. Here's the detail I remember about our conversation that was great. Okay. Sounds Feel good? Yeah. Sounds perfect. Straightforward, easy. Mm-hmm. Any yeah. hang-ups there? No, I, I can see me do it. So yeah. Perfect. Okay, let's see. What else were your what what's your next most pressing question? You talked about an art market, um, Facebook versus Instagram, and ex exhibition at a local public library. Which one would you like to tackle the next? Exhibition. I see the, the responsible lady for the exhibition next week. And I, I well, she asked me on the phone, have you ever had an exhibition? And I don't. So she's going to have to guide me, but I want to come a bit prepared. Yeah. So I took some notes because she contacted me. I like your work. Would you like an exhibition? But I, I do people portraits. I do bed portraits. I do abstracts. I'm, I'm a bit, I don't know how to go there. Don't know where to go with that? Yeah. So okay, maybe so, she has preferences and I'm, I'm open to that, of course, but I, I don't want to yeah. go unprepared. That's a good point. Okay, so let's see. Where are we starting? We're starting with, you're, you're going to go see her in and person just, at the library, yes. but you don't have to bring all your stuff. It's just like kind of a meeting to figure out what's next. Yeah, so I can see the space. And I, I thought of taking my um, tablet with pictures of my painting. Mm -hmm. So we can yes. know what we're talking about. Right. Um, so let's see. I think maybe the most helpful thing would be to help you outline questions to ask her. I, I, I have lot, lots of those. <laughs> what are yeah. you... Um, Tell me what questions you have and I'll see if there's any gaps. Okay. My first questions, uh, question would be, what are, which of my um, works does she like? And does mm -hmm. she see in that exhibition? And she's had previous exhibitions. So I would like to ask her, is there do you need there to be a theme or a story, like a coherent background information? Mm -hmm. I, I hope so, because I find that nice to, to read short text as, as I go see something, to know what's, why is that an expression. Sure. Then the timing, because I'm, I'm, buy, I'm buying a house, I'm selling a house, I'm a bit... I'm, I'm going to have some in November and December, some commissions. I would like to ask her to do it like in February, February, March, but maybe that's a bit too far. I don't think that it necessarily is. Um, there's a good chance that they already have planned stuff throughout, stuff yeah. planned throughout the end of the year. And maybe they don't, it just depends on how they operate as an organization. Yeah. Um, so it sounds like, were there any more? Yes. <laughs> okay, hold on. Yeah. Let me write my note. Um, okay. okay, go ahead. Then the number of paintings, the, the, the size, if there's restrictions, how to hang them, but that's very practical. So that would not be for now and then if they're if they're open to have short texts with every painting 
a bit mm -hmm. of a backstory because I like that. And then if they have the habit of having a catalog with prizes or they do just interested and then to me, I don't know how they how that works. I can imagine that they don't want to be involved in the in selling or prizes. Sure. And that doesn't seem like a library thing. That's right. my question. Okay. So a lot of it, here's here's my thought. A lot of it you're asking, what do you want? And while I do want you to have that information. I also want it to be in some context of what you want. Meaning if they said, well, I want you to paint 20 new dog paintings and they need to be this and they need to be that. And then I don't want a story. I just want you to put it blah, blah, blah. like, and it turns into this thing that you're like, I don't even want to do this anymore. Mm -hmm. Maybe you would want to do that. I don't know. But let's say you you didn't, you didn't want to do that, you wanted to do something else, then leaving it completely open to them is going to make it feel icky at some point, probably. Yes. So what I might do instead, I think all of these are great questions, um, but I would probably do something like, the way I see it, I really have a coherent story going throughout all of these paintings. And I think it'd be a lot more interesting if I had short text associated with them. How do you feel about that? Have you ever done that before? Um, I think, you know, after looking at this space, I have this collection of portraits where there's some that are bigger and some that are smaller. And I think that that might fit really well here. Is that the thing that you were interested in or were you looking at some of my other work? Mm -hmm. So you're asking and you're not being like Miss Bossy Pants, but you're also giving her your opinion and being open to hers. So it yeah. can become a collaboration. Mm -hmm. Especially since she invited you. Um, in the future, maybe you approach the library and said, I see this and this and this, and this would be really cool. What do you think? Yeah, I could pitch. But that's yeah. not what happened this time. This time she said, I would like you to come. Yeah. Um, then for timing, you could say something like, you know, I'm buying a house and selling a house. And really the best time for me would be February or March, but I could maybe put something smaller together earlier, when were you thinking? So essentially all these same questions, but here's my perfect vision. What do you think? Yeah, that sounds more balanced. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if you don't have an opinion, like let's just say the prices one, um, you can say, you know, I don't have any experience with this what is best for you guys with um, having an option to buy? Mm -hmm. But if they don't have anything, if they don't have a suggestion, you might do like a QR code to a Venmo or to a website page or to something where they can buy from there. Since COVID, I love QR codes. <laughs> Me too, yeah. Okay. Does that answer that question? Do you feel complete yeah. with that one? Okay, yeah. great. Thank you. Um, let's see, we got time for one more. So do you want to talk about Facebook and Instagram or Christmas market? The Christmas market. I don't even know if that's an English word, if that exists. Oh, that is. In oh okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. I so, assume... If yeah. a bunch of vendors and people walk around and you've got a table and you have things for sale. Yep. Yep. Okay. Tell me about this Christmas market. Well, it's a, it's a smallish town. There will be 700 people. There will be 30 booths or tables, mm -hmm. uh, vendors. Um, so it's rather cozy and small. And it's all kinds of things for sale. There will be food and drinks, but there will all be also be Christmas decorations and hats and socks. 
winter yeah. things and there will be three other artists but they okay. sell their style is completely different than mine and what do have you ever been to this market before no <laughs> no okay that's okay um i would like you one to research and see if there's anything from the past that you can just glean any insights from so maybe they have a facebook page that they have posts from last year that you could look at just to kind of get a vibe for it and see possibly what are the other artists selling yeah. um that being said <clears throat> what do you want to sell i would like to take well obviously some smallish work and i was thinking of taking abstracts small abstracts i have a small collection of nine abstracts with a theme and i like them mm -hmm. and i would like to take portraits but more in the in the mindset of this could show this could them what commission. commission yes would yeah. look like and I was thinking that that's not a lot for sale. So maybe I should do cards and maybe I should do, I don't know. I was, I'm a bit unsure. What do I do? Yeah. Okay. So um, you could do cards, but I don't think it's going to be worth your time. Money slash executing wise. Yeah. If you feel differently, time. tell me. Um I think it could be a great lead for some of these custom commissions that you've been wanting to do. How many of those have you done now? In total, commissions. Yeah, like um, the send me a picture and I'll make you a painting. And you, you mean the invitations? Mm -hmm. I've done about 150. Wow. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. I'm a bit overwhelmed. But no, that's that's great. Have you've had how many people get back to you? Um, five. Okay, so we've got five. Have you executed those yet? No, because all five of them are like, oh yes, thank you. I'll check my photos of my dog or whatever. I'll look into it. So none of them have been like a sale yet. Yeah. Um, have you, this is a different question, but have you had a chance to follow up with any of those people yet? No, because they're all very recent. A couple of days they're ago. All, they, uh, excuse me? They're all what? Very recent that they recent. said, oh, my great idea. I like your work. I didn't know you. Uh, and yeah, so yeah. I, I looked into it. So I don't want to push them after three so, days. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's say after seven. Yeah. Let's do a check-in. Yeah. With that being said, the reason why I was asking is because it could be nice to have, and you might have this anyway, but to have some examples of this is my reference photo and this is what I created out of it. Yeah. Did you buy, do you watch old office hours or listen to them? No, not yet. No. no. Okay. There was one where... Alex, Lexi um, was talking about something very similar. She wanted to do a Christmas market and mm -hmm. she had a couple of big pieces of examples of the work that she was proud of that she hung behind her. Yeah. And then she also on her table had a display that said, here's how I do commissions. You can do this or you can do this which I know that you have two as well. Yeah. Um, so I, in yeah. Slack, Sorry. she actually posted, hmm, where is it? Put it, let's just put it in the brag and share for some reason. Um, no. Yeah, here it is. Hold on, I'm trying to, <laughs> where are you? I've lost you. Share screen. Okay, so she made something like this. 
where she had her large package, her small package, and then um, kind of what it was and mm-hmm. why they would want it at the top. Um, I did make her a little video with a couple of feedbacks on there. So you might watch that. Um, but that was, what day is that? October 22nd. So you can find that in the Consistent Income channel. But that being said, um, she said she ended up with a $900 commission, which is the most that she had done. Oh, you commented on that. That's what, that's what we were talking about. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And a bunch of signups. That was her other purpose was to find connections, find people that she talked to and ask them if they wanted to sign up for her newsletter which she said the signups equaled about 75% of the people I talked to. Mm, that's and then she had five leads on commissions to follow up with. So there's a couple of ways that you could do it. It could be that you just say, here's what it would, here's what my commissions look like. And mm-hmm. if you want to have the reference photo, you can, because that's just helpful to see. Um, so you could do that or you could do something like small down payment to get a, you don't have to buy it, but I will make it for you. Something like that. So I forget your prices. What are your prices? For a a normal, a medium commission, it's 420 euros, which is dollars the same. Yeah. And large is like double that? 900. Okay. So what you could do is say, I will make it for you put a $50 deposit down and I will make it for you. And if you like it, you can buy it. So kind of like the invitations that we're doing, but not completely overwhelming yourself or Mm -hmm. if they want the the bigger size, possibly it's a hundred dollar commission. Euro, sorry, whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that might not be the number. I'm just pulling one out of my butt, but small enough that it's like not much risk for them, but also, if they're going to put down a deposit, there's a pretty good chance they'll end up buying it unless it's just mm-hmm. totally yeah. not what they want. But if you have those examples of what they would look like. Yeah. I have so there's, there's that, yeah. there's the commission. Yes. You've got your small abstracts. Do we need a, a medium thing? Or do you feel good about those two? I feel good about price-wise. I feel good. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if I will have enough to sell products, you know, to display on the table. Because my previous commissions, I, I can only show pictures because I, I don't have mm-hmm. them. So what about ones that weren't really commissions, but you made from... Yes, I have those. You, how many of those do you have? I think about seven, and they're medium size. I can. That I can, sounds pretty lovely. Yeah, because that shows really what the the real thing looks like. Okay. Right, it shows what it looks like, and also it it's enough information that they can see that you're consistent with what it looks like. Yeah. Um. Anything else we need to have there? So what I will say over and over, you've probably heard me say, but I'm gonna repeat it because it's easy to forget, is instead of focusing on making the sale, focus on opportunities, leads, connections, write them down, get some contact information. You don't have to say, hey, what's your phone number? I'm going to call you. (laughs) And I don't know what I'm repeating that you've heard and what I've not. So I'm just going to say it. But like you can say, I'd love to stay in touch on Instagram. What's your handle? And then follow them. Or you can say, um, I've started sending out newsletters once a month. Would you be interested in being on that list so we can stay in touch? What's your email address? depending on where you want them to go. Yeah. Okay. 
So think of that as your main goal. Yes. Because when you do that, you will execute that and you won't get so hung up on, did I immediately make a sale? Mm -hmm. Because a lot of the sales happen in follow-up. Okay. Yeah. That's good advice because I will be in my sales month and I was thinking, oh, I need to. And that's not to say you're not going to make any sales, but if if you don't make as many as you want or you don't make any, that doesn't mean that it was unsuccessful. It means that you are making those connections to lead to the sale. Yeah. Okay. So just remember that. Um, That's a habit I want to hammer into everyone's brain, but it's easy to forget. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Okay. Okay. How do you feel? You are very welcome. Good. I have a lot of work to do, but I feel good about it. But it's all like very uh, leading places type of work to do. Yes. Not busy work. Yeah. So excellent job. I'm proud of you. Thank you. I'm proud of myself too. (laughs) Yeah. And congratulations on your house. I'm excited you. for you. I know that's a big deal. I just moved into mine. I feel like I, well, it was a year ago. I feel like I just moved in. I'm still like <laughs> rearranging and moving things around and figuring it out, but yeah, I guess that's forever. So, okay. Well, I'm going to sign off and go get some of my stuff done and we'll talk soon. Okay. Bye. Thank you. Hi, you're welcome.